Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Agents of Mace, your premier Marvel Disney Plus Cinematic Universe podcast. (laughs) Today, we are talking about episode three of the new Marvel Disney Plus series, Hawkeye. Last week, we got gifted two episodes, and so this week, we're back to just one, which, boo, give me two. (laughs) <laughs> now, now you've done it once. I want more Hawkeye. Um, but I know should have just made the season longer and give us two a week. Oh my, that would be great, right? Or just give us two hour episodes. Yeah, I mean <laughs> we're two weeks in, and this was the midway point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Could you imagine though if every episode was the length of a normal movie? Oh. oh. I would love that it. That exhausts me. I'm not even going to lie. The ones with the hour and a half long episodes, like they're good. Like Sherlock is like that. But mm. still, at the end, I'm like, God, I need a break. That was... <laughs> yeah, you're watching a movie every day. Depending yeah. on the material, too. Like you get heavy episodes. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, slow. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> well, this episode's exciting because it kind of builds off. I mean, obviously, it builds off last week, but this one, like, picks up right where last week left off. Um, So, this is Hawkeye, Episode 3, Echoes. Ooh, that should give you a hint of what happens. So, (laughs) we'll just kind of jump right in with your first thoughts. I thought this one was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, Definitely get you in the Christmas spirit. (laughs) <laughs> I liked the music choices sprinkled throughout, um, which was really fun. But yeah, um, man, this this one was was really solid. This one was really fun. Okay, I, I enjoyed it too. Um, I don't really have much to to build on to what Luke said because I had basically the same thoughts. I thought this was. Uh, nicely paced we got introduced to some new characters and the way that they did it was really well done um yeah i'm a fan yeah i gotta agree uh 
this this had the one scene that I think I was looking forward to the most after seeing bits of it in the trailer, um, which, and I know we've talked about it, but in the comic series that this is loosely based on, mm-hmm. um, this scene happens. And it's Hawkeye, and he's shooting all the different trick arrows, but he doesn't know which one is which. He like pulls them out, and he's like, okay, this is the bolo arrow. He pulls another one out. So I was like, oh, my gosh. As soon as I saw this in the trailer, I was like, yes, I want to see that. I love I love Hawkeye, Green Arrow, the DC version. Like I love goofy trick arrows. And the one that I... I am bummed that I feel like we'll never see a live action version is green arrows, uh, punching bag or punching glove arrow, <laughs> which is like slowly turned into a joke in that series. Like he always has one, but like never really uses it. Um, but I was so excited. And so to, to know that that was basically how this episode sort of started. I mean, not like immediately, but yeah, get there pretty quick. I was like, yes, Yes, trick arrows. That was so great. (laughs) The whole, like, after that sequence was over, I didn't even think about Green Arrow, but I was just kind of like, Hawkeye versus Rambo with bows and arrows. (laughs) Like, who would win? Because I just started thinking of, like, the second Rambo movie when he's, like, switching out, like, his arrowheads for, like, the explosive ones. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Just thinking about that. (laughs) Well, I do want to know, so he had... uh, he like pulled a couple arrows out and was like, no, not this one. No, no that one's too dangerous. Mm-hmm. Can't use that one. And later he gets to the point where he literally only has the suction cup arrow and the <laughs> USB arrow. Uh, and I feel like of the other arrows we saw, apart from the big, the big one that we'll talk about mm-hmm. once we get there. Um, but I feel like there weren't that there weren't that many dangerous ones, right? Like the explosive one was pretty much, yeah, the danger one. So I'm interested in in hearing what you guys think. If like maybe some arrows got left in the car, maybe we don't know about all of them. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe he just. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say of all of them, the one that I felt would probably be potentially the most dangerous is the uh, the one he would have gotten from uh, Scott. Mm-hmm. Like that has that kind of like the, the growth, you know, like the Ant-Man technology. Mm-hmm. I don't know the official. <laughs> I, can't, the pim, yeah, I don't know the pim, official lingo there. Pim particles. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like when he when he pulled that one out, he was like telling he's like, OK, you got to shoot up, shoot up. I was like, and I saw his arrow. I was like, oh, this is gonna be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, hey, exciting. It's it's like our first big, like, oh, the Avengers working mm-hmm. together. <laughs> like, yeah, I I don't think that we've seen other than Spider Man's suit mm-hmm. that Tony made for him. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we've seen any other real crossover. As far as like one Avenger building tech for another Avenger. I mean, yeah. War Machine, I don't think that that really counts. Right. He literally is only a hero because Tony gave him the suit. So I don't really count that. But I could see 
Tony making some cool arrows for Hawkeye. That would be really mm-hmm. cool. And that that'd be a nice little nod. Mm-hmm. Like if we could see like Hawkeye's like workshop and he's got like special arrows set aside. He's like, yeah, we don't touch those. Tony made them. <laughs> yeah. They just say Stark on the side. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be cool. But I, I, I was excited to see that because I was like, oh my gosh, like cool. Like, oh, the, you know, the smart, not, not that Clint's not smart, but <laughs> yeah. the like scientist Avengers are building things for the other Avengers to use. I think that's cool. And I, I hope that maybe we see more of that, whether it is like, mm-hmm. you know, a shop with some Stark tech arrows or something like, oh man, he could have like homing arrows that you shoot and they like track mm-hmm. something. Oh, that'd be really cool. Um, <laughs> I, well, let's, let's kind of jump back to the, the beginning of this episode because, um, I think it did one thing that I really enjoyed from the Eternals. Well, one of the only things I enjoyed from the Eternals movie Um, where like, here we are once again with like a deaf character Mm -hmm. and they don't shove it in your face. Like they explain the struggles that she went through. Right. But it's like seamlessly integrated and I love it so much because it's like, yeah, like I, I really liked the parts where we didn't get subtitles. Like Mm -hmm. when, when she was signing and Hawkeye like doesn't know ASL or he knows, (laughs) give me some cookies or whatever. But, uh, I was like, yeah, this is, this is cool. Like I I like this because it's, (laughs) we're getting to kind of live through the characters as opposed to, watch everything take place so i thought that that was really well done with everything going on with maya um her not being able to hear is like not one of the more like interesting things about her we're wanting to know what on earth is going on with her the tracksuit mafia her uncle her dad Mm -hmm. what i think is her cousin (laughs) yeah yeah it was weird that he said uncle later we Mm -hmm. can we can talk about that because I was, I was thinking that too. I was like, "Wait, are they related somehow?" Maybe. I don't know. Because yeah, I'm curious to see how that's going to uh, to tie into comics. Because um, this is the piece of like Kingpin. I don't know, but mm. okay. The montage was just incredible. Like mm-hmm. that opening was straight up Daredevil vibes. The yeah, color like everything they did. I mean it. To me, it felt like it paid homage to like the Netflix Daredevil series because I mean it's opening with like the boxing and mm-hmm. and that kind of connection. And of course, who do we get to kind of see in here? <laughs> the Kingpin himself. And like yeah. this is what's killing me is like he doesn't say anything. He makes a noise, but it's enough to where it's like either yes, it is. Uh, I can't think of the actor's name. Vincent right. Onofrio. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Or they just got someone that could sound close enough like him. Yeah. And and here's the thing is like, uh, I know we we literally just talked about it. Like, oh, are we going to see Kingpin yeah. in this? Are we going to see Kingpin in this? Because like, yeah, we saw him, but like it was just, you know, classic like hide who it is. So are they hiding uh-huh. who it is so that there's a big reveal later? Are they hiding who it is because they don't want to give us Kingpin just yet? but they couldn't not just because of the tie in with the characters. 
But later on, so I, I did want to make this note really quick because I looked this up. So Kazi, the cousin slash interpreter, um, mm-hmm. is in fact a Marvel comic character. Uh, any of you super fans may know him as his villain name, uh, the Clown. Hmm. Um, he was known for his clown face paint. So is that going to be a thing? I literally have no clue who this character is. I just looked it up and was like, I wonder if Cassie's somebody. And it was like, yeah, he's the Marvel villain clown. I was <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> so... I wonder if this is just sort of like one of those nod kind of things. Like, yeah, he's a he's yeah. a real character. Or if they're going to like explore that side. Uh, I hope uh, they do. Marvel needs an evil clown. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see any relation to Kingpin when I was looking that up. So I don't, maybe that's just like a story arc for yeah. this the the only thing later that was like kind of stood out to me was like their the business name was called fat man auto repair yeah <laughs> um because they definitely like i think it was like the camera was like panning down into it and they definitely put that in the corner nice and big like Yo, yeah long enough to where you could <laughs> okay i see what you're doing there <laughs> i get it yeah I still like I can't get on board with this tracksuit mafia because did you see did you see their moving company trucks? I didn't. I miss probably missed the names on. It that. was it was like let a let a bro help or something like that. It was like what it was. I was like, come on. How is that not your favorite thing ever? Oh god! I just uh, the kingpin seems like such a especially if we are going with the the Netflix series Kingpin mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. he was no nonsense he was a king literal kingpin of a criminal mm-hmm. enterprise there's no way there's no way he would <laughs> he would have the tracksuit mafia walking around calling everybody bros driving cars that say <laughs> help a bro out or whatever it's like i was just like no He's what is this maybe maya's just whimsical and she allows that kind of thing i get uh, yeah and that's the other thing is like did she inherit this from her uncle or did she work her way up and kingpin gave her the fat man auto repair front? i could see that just of how they've shifted things because which is which I want to dive more into because in the comics Fisk kills her dad mm-hmm. but then adopts her mm-hmm. but in this we've got Ronan kills her dad so I well, can see Ronan it kills like, her uncle right or do we think that that's her dad and she just knows him as her uncle no I'm banking that when they say uncle they're referring to Kingpin mm-hmm. okay yeah um, and I thought that uh, the way they were talking about it, it seemed like this crew with uh, the tracksuit mafia was her dad's crew that she's kind of stepped mm-hmm. into the leadership role of. Okay. And that's, yeah, that's why this kind of makes sense is because if Ronan killed her dad, then, you know, Fisk is quote unquote uncle. He's probably sees that and he's like, you know, you deserve to take ownership of this. Okay. 
Well, I want to know if the tracksuit mafia was like the tracksuit mafia is now back then. Back then, yeah. Or if, or if <coughs> Ronan killed all the the serious criminals and they just had to kind of rebuild. There was the funny moment where like the guy comes over and is talking to Kate about getting his girlfriend Imagine Dragon <laughs> tickets, and the whole time I was like, what, "What is happening right now?" And I I expected that to lead somewhere, and then. He just was like, oh, okay, I'll be right back. And he walked away. And then that never came up again. And I was like, oh, they're going to bring that up right, again. Like, right. why? <laughs> that could have been capitalized. Like, why didn't Imagine Dragons like drop a new song, like a Christmas <laughs> song, a Marvel Christmas song or something? And at the end of the episode, they could have like said, like, go download this song today. <laughs> last episode, the end credit song will be Last Christmas covered by Imagine Dragons. <laughs> Well, or I, will we actually see them? Uh, well, like, that's what we'll I was be in concert. And, like, that's what New I was City. thinking. I was yeah. like, oh, they're going to end up at this Imagine Dragons concert, right? Like that's going to be a storyline. Oh, um, speaking of calling stuff, because like, let's go ahead and make that call right now. That at some point they're going to be at an Imagine Dragons Christmas <laughs> concert. Um, the other thing that we called last week, which like I don't know if it was like hard to call, but. Uh, the hearing aid mm-hmm. pretty much immediately comes into play, mm-hmm. gets knocked out, gets destroyed, and he has to <clears throat> kind of stumble through. I mean, he's still Hawkeye. Like, it's weird because I just finished reading Old Man Hawkeye. Mm. And so when he lost the hearing aid, I was like, oh, he's going to start missing because in Old Man Hawkeye, he gets cataracts and he <clears throat> starts, he like misses one out of every like three shots. And then he wasn't missing, and I was like, oh, I mean, he can still see. I guess it makes sense that he wouldn't yeah, be missing. There, but There was one particular shot that he did. It was a little difficult for me to believe because mm. it was the person behind him. Oh, that way he was like. Yeah, and he just kind of does that. <laughs> and I'm just like, when would you have saw this person? Yeah. Or is it just like the instinct of like, okay, there's all these people here. Someone's going to be. Right here. I don't know. That one was a little yeah. hard for me to buy, but... Yeah, well, I mean, he only has a hearing aid in one ear, right? Presumably he can hear out of the other one, just not as well. Yeah. He says he's just hard of hearing. Yeah. Right. But, but again, it's like losing that, all the other instincts are going to kick in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like playing a game of chess. Like, he's got to look, like, so far ahead of, like... Mm-hmm. I'm predicting that this person's going to go here and do this. This person will go here and do that. <laughs> My favorite thing about Hawkeye, like being like, okay, no more Ronin. I'm not going to kill people anymore. Mm-hmm. And then he basically killed like 15 guys just <laughs> yeah. to get out of there. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I wonder if that yeah, will. Very different approach, especially you go into like DC and like, batman like even batman's ruthless but he Mm -hmm. still kind of has like a i don't want to kill like i'd rather them go through like a the justice like Mm -hmm. you know let the the law kind of take care of them and all that stuff but at the same time he's like yeah i'll take you out if (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of the vibe we're getting from uh from hawkeye yeah can't be home with his family (laughs) he's like i'm missing christmas so y'all are going down um I earlier you talked about all the Christmas music and I really thought they did it well or like it wasn't like 
cheesy, but it was like, oh, this is fun. Like every time a Christmas song started, it was like, uh-oh, something's about to happen. And like, sure <laughs> enough, it was like a crazy scene happening while this Christmas song was playing. Um, and on top of that, the the camera work for the car chase scene Oh was goodness. so cool <laughs> the whole that time was i was like so amazing i was like how did they do this like was the car i don't know like someone I had to be like laying out. down someone had to be laying down <laughs> and looking at yeah. a screen as the camera above them was on some sort of like robot arm and slowly spun yeah i don't know and i don't know i mean you know now it's difficult to tell it could very well have been a stationary car and yeah everything around them was a blue screen room but i like to think that it wasn't because <laughs> i mean oh hopefully so uh cool. once once this series is over they could put out like a behind the scenes episode mm-hmm. yeah even even if assembled. it's a, yeah mm-hmm. unassembled they should they've been doing mm-hmm. that for all the other shows yeah that's right That'd be really cool. That was one of the, yeah, that moment was just incredible. I just, I just love it. Cause he's just like, you you need to drive, you need to drive. And it just, nope. <laughs> he's like, I can't hear you. You need to drive. <laughs> I want to know. So I, well, we can kind of talk through it, but I, I really liked the, the situations where Hawkeye like couldn't hear Kate, <laughs> But she thought he could hear her and they like had whole conversations. And then at the end, he would say something that she already said. And it was like, oh, yeah, he can't hear you. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. But it was also kind of sweet when uh, his his son called and she kind of helped him through that phone call. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I almost expected a little bit more of like a shift there with him being like, OK, you helped me like I'm. Like, okay, let's team up. Like, we're going to do this or whatever. But I feel like the, the shift wasn't as big as I thought it would have been. Uh, and it still, they still stuck to this, like, kind of grizzled old cop and young new yeah. cop comedy. Um, but I, I thought that was a sweet moment. Um, but then when he goes it's, to get, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, it's, kind of as we're talking and reflecting back on some of these moments, it does feel like this could be a little predictable in the sense of like, we got three more episodes. So like within the next two, there's going to be a moment where there's going to be like a deep discussion on him as Ronan and just the suit of Ronan. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like the finale is he'll kind of accept like to work with Kate and then she'll go make this new suits and he'll finally put that on. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I'm going to call that. Yeah. I I had a similar thought, but I think that Kate is going to get her comic suit. Like he, well, this kind of builds on where it could going. be reversed. So yeah. I, I want to know who the lady is that fixed his uh, hearing aid. Because was that just... Okay. anybody that just she just right. fixes so hearing aids or that was that gay. that's that's kind of like john wick vibes yeah yeah <laughs> right? that's what i thought too i was like is this some sort of like underground, underground... <laughs> it's like yeah it reminds me of uh of like john wick when he goes to see like you know the doctor and mm. all that hmm. 
and so I, I want to know what the connection is there. But then I started thinking like, oh, what if this is like who makes his suit or his tech or something? Like maybe this is who supplies him with trick arrows. And so I started thinking like, oh, okay, like this will end with Hawkeye getting Kate her own mm-hmm. purple and black outfit. And then I think he's going to take the Ronin suit and swap it to be purple and black instead of the yellow and black and i think that yeah. maybe that will be his new i as funny as it was for her to like show the little doodle of the comic mm-hmm. accurate hawkeye i don't know that we will get that get but that. i could see it being like a he converts the ronin suit into his new hawkeye does, suit does he not kind of make all of his arrows in the comics or does he have someone doing this for him I don't know. I've really only read some of the more recent ones and he's just Hawkeye. He just always has the arrows. We need to fact check that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Was that in the one that you read, Elisa? Um, about him making his arrows? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I, it's been so long. I have... Zero recollection of how or where he got his arrows. Like, I don't even remember that the guy from last week that he met at the Ren Fair was his neighbor in that series until it was something that I read in one of the articles about it. And I was like, oh, <laughs> hey, yeah, I vaguely remember some guy calling him Hawk Guy that lived next to him down the hall. But that was all that I remember. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll fact check that. We'll fact check that then. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And and I wonder, like, because right now, if we're following the story, he doesn't have any arrows, except for the suction cup arrow. He still has that one. Um, But I don't he doesn't even have any regular arrows. So unless he has, like, stashes hidden around the city, which, like, he he's, may very yeah. well. But he's got to have, like, his own little hideout where he's got tons of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just pot piles of arrows. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you guys were wondering earlier why he only had like a handful of arrows and like only a couple that were really dangerous. He was there to go to the theater with his kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he true. probably was just like, this is my just in case arrow pack. <laughs> kind of like if I if I go uh if I even stay overnight somewhere, I'm usually like, I should probably take a first aid kit. I don't know what I'm gonna be doing to where I'm gonna need this. But like, just in case, yeah. you know, you don't want to be stuck without uh, one. Yeah. If you need it. You never know when you're going to need a, is, uh, to download some sensitive my, uh, information. Right. It's <laughs> my night That's out. That's my favorite one is the USB <laughs> one, because not only is it just really silly to do something that you could probably just kind of walk up to and, you know, boop it in. <laughs> Does he always get it right when it's flipped upside down or not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's funny right. is that I almost feel like that arrow was only in there for the gag of shooting somebody with it and nothing happening, but also as kind of like a Easter egg sort of to be like, mm-hmm. Oh, remember this that. arrow? He has this, but I, all I could think was, okay, so this is like his emergency arrow pack and he has a bunch of useful arrows and then a USB arrow. Like, why does he just always have one of those in his pack? But I guess you never know when you're going to need it. <laughs> Um, we also get to see Kate, uh, 
dive a little bit more into the bishop security side of things, which I thought was interesting. Um, I want to know where that's going to lead. Like, are we going to see maybe some nefarious dealings that Bishop security is working with, or do we think that Bishop security is just a fine security place that just so happens to have uh, Jack trying to take it over. Like, I don't know. I can't really get a read on it. This, this, I mean, we're only three episodes in, but there's only six episodes. So I, I, yeah, I don't know. Corporate corruption is literally like my least favorite plot device. It's so boring. So I've just been like, (laughs) whatever. I don't care what is going on with the security company. I made them rich and I'm real proud of them. Good job, <laughs> Bishop family. But it's like, could she unlock maybe like a hidden message from her dad? Yeah. Or that... I was thinking that maybe her dad was working for Fisk and like maybe the security company is partly responsible for protecting part of Fisk's empire or something. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to get like a weird conflict of interest where like they're fighting Kingpin, but her mom technically is working for Kingpin. I I mean, it'd be something cool if, uh, if it does unlock like what's really going on and maybe Kate uses that to partner with Echo, like, Mm -hmm. because clearly like, I'm sure Echo is going to have a tight relationship with Fisk, but maybe it's something enough to like, change her echo's perspective and like okay we gotta mm. work together and well yeah Jamu, maybe she finds like footage or a sound right recording or a phone mm-hmm. call or something of fisk like maybe cutting a deal with ronin be like hey you mm. can take out like you here's i'll give you the location of these the tracksuit mafia and so maybe it's like oh the reason ronin was there and killed her dad was because fisk gave them up or yeah. decided not to help them or something. So that will be Echo's reason for turning against Fisk. will be like, oh, he's the reason that my dad died. Like, I don't know. I think it, it is very basic, but I think at this point it works, especially if you're trying to cram all this into six episodes. <laughs> hmm. um, well, I mean, to kind of wrap up the episode, they figure out kind of a loose plan if you want to call it that mm-hmm. uh and go to her house or her mother's house and i hawkeye must have asked her three times four times is anyone going to be there so it was obvious someone was going to be there uh <laughs> and it's jack who after looking it up uh jack is a, another comic villain who is called the swordsman, the swordsman. And mm-hmm. actually trained Clint in the comics. So it'll be interesting if this, because this is their first interaction, if this is going mm-hmm. to be like, I mean, all we see is he holds the sword <laughs> yeah. to Clint's neck and then the episode ends. So the next episode could either start with a fight or it could start with him being like, hey, Clint, I haven't seen like, you. <laughs> yeah, getting a little rusty or something like that. So. Very curious to see where that's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. 
these episodes are also killing me because the the end credits are broken up into the like animated cell credits and then the just regular white text on a black background credits but where the cell credits end and the other credits begin there is like a hard stop the music stops the graphics stop there's a beat and then the regular credits start and every single time i'm like okay well this is clearly set up for there to be a scene here like you guys (laughs) have made this so that it's like obviously you you meant to put something here and you're just not going to do it until the last episode and it's driving me nuts because every episode i watch it just in case and it gets there and there's that beat and i'm like and then the credit the credits start and i'm like oh the the one difference we're getting is like the past series there's been more or less clues Mm -hmm. things that we can kind of dive into and this not as much Mm -hmm. yeah even the even the like in in Loki, I mean, there was so much mm-hmm. stuff. In uh, in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we were seeing like every yeah. credit. We we almost had a credits only podcast because there was so much <laughs> different stuff in every episode's credits. So it is weird that this one is. It's basically the open for the mm-hmm. show, but yeah. just with credits over it. So I don't know. We also didn't get an open. Where was the cool little Hawkeye getting shot with the two arrows? I mean, where I, was liked, the skip I liked. I liked. <laughs> I liked the ones. Yes, where was the skip this button? Is... Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but yes, a hundred percent. I was like, I don't want to watch the recap. I know what happened. We just watched it last week. Like, let me skip through this. No skip button. You had to watch the whole like two and a half minute recap. It's like first world problem, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. I'm excited to to see the next episode. I think that mm-hmm. they're doing the show justice, and mm-hmm. so far, I mean, obviously, in the last episode, they're going to cram four episodes worth of stuff <laughs> into an hour, and it's, we're going to be like, "That was well, terrible." But it's either that, or it's just going to be, you know, they are they going to pull like a filler episode of like one that's just like not enough. Uh, yeah it's just kind of like like some weird setup for yeah. something that we're not going to see yeah. for another two years <laughs> i don't think ah, who knows i mean they're already setting up an even bigger world yeah and showing what the potential there is so who knows anyone could show up <laughs> we may see shang chi <laughs> oh please i would be I down <laughs> i mean it would be it would go back to kind of what we talked about last week where Kate's aunt right is I mean, the one that Avengers. has the bill the West Coast right. Avengers so like yeah, then, maybe yeah. he does like come to New York and that's how they kind of meet and then they're like oh my aunt's out there and he'll be like oh cool we're looking for a building <laughs> go back to California <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but yeah I mean it could or maybe the sky the opens show up. up zombies <laughs> zombies <laughs> Captain America's moon base. I don't know. It's all up in the air. But I guess for you listeners, that just means you'll have to join us next week. Mm-hmm. Hear about the fourth episode. Because... I... Oh, go. Go. I, was... I have a bold prediction. 
Oh, yeah. Not necessarily for next week, but before the end of this season. Okay. I have to I have to explain my credentials. <laughs> I'm a regular reader of romance novels and absolute trash for enemies to lovers. <laughs> and what I'm thinking might happen is that Kate and Kazi are going to wind up digging on each other. And I don't just think that because she called him hot that one time <laughs> during the episode. Although I wasn't surprised when she did. Because everything before that, I mean, aside from them like kind of framing him in it, like they want us to pay attention to him and be interested in him. Like the very first shot of him in the last episode, like just kind of like lounging. I was like, okay, they want us to notice the dude in the background. We're supposed to be focused on that dude. And whenever he's uh, like having to engage with her, he's kind of trying to already like protect Kate from Maya. Mm -hmm. Like, why would he do that if he's on Maya's side? And I think it's just kind of setting up that there's going to be like, Something happened there. Also, in my notes, because they don't say his name till the very end, I just wrote discount Kit Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's not I, discount. He has a name. I had that thought but too. I didn't know it. <laughs> uh, in, that, in the opening scene or whatever, I was like, man, really got a guy that looks just like Kit Harrington to be exactly. in this, even though we just saw Kit Harrington in Eternals. <laughs> well, what if there? What if there's like gonna be this big reveal that they're like related, and he's part of like the secret like Black Sword family or whatever it is? Hmm. That's just like more and more things, just kind of. But I don't know that. Okay, I'm just I'm making this prediction. <laughs> One bold prediction at a time. <laughs> <laughs> One bold prediction at a time. <laughs> I hey I I could see that because I agree. Like when he immediately jumps to kate's aid sort of and even when he's holding kate hostage and they fight it's like a Mm -hmm. half-hearted fight Mm. like he had a gun (laughs) multiple times and never shot it and uh maya is making him go and find out more about them at the end of the episode so i think he's going to be forced back kind of into their proximity Mm -hmm. so again yeah that opportunity i for a little bit (laughs) had a suspicion that like maybe he works for shield or not shield for sword. And he's like undercover mm-hmm. working for sword, working for echo to get to Fisk. Um, but That'd then cool. after, after I looked him up and was like, ah, oh, he's a villain called the clown. I was like, nah, he did. There's that's not a storyline that's going to pan out. <laughs> well, Hopefully you listeners are enjoying this show as much as we are because, I mean, I, I think it's exactly what I wanted these series to be. It's just like <laughs> comedy, but there's enough story to string it all together so you're not like bored. They do exposition really well. I don't know. I enjoy it. So hopefully you are as well. So definitely join us next week when we discuss the next episode and... If you want to get it early, you can join our Patreon and you can get the slightly edited version of our Zoom call. Uh, <laughs> or you can just listen the normal way as well. Um, but if you do, we ask that you, your mission, let's say your mission this week, is to tell two people about this podcast and to leave us a comment or a review somewhere either on our social media or on the podcast itself uh if whatever app you're listening to it gives you that opportunity 
but we'd really love to hear what you guys think about our podcast, but also what you guys think about the Hawkeye series. Um, maybe, maybe if you have some bold predictions, Ooh, we're going to be a bold prediction podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Don't put that pressure on us. (laughs) So much pressure. Well, (laughs) before we go, uh, do you guys have anything else we didn't touch on? I do have something. It's not anything we to touch on, but I do have something. Okay. I'll wait. I'll wait a minute. I'll wait a second. (laughs) See if either of you have anything else you want to chime in on. I don't think so. I think we hit all of all of my big takeaways. Why does Clint have a flip phone? It's his yes. burner. It's his burner phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's got like it's oh, got the kind I of forgot. screen that out was... of since like nineteen ninety eight. But that was a great moment when they're just sitting side by side and like she just texts him like <laughs> Or I wonder if he got that from Tony. Right, like, yeah, I felt like he, Tony. Tony was supplying like all the Avengers with phones of like that emergency. Like, you only use this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his. It's his Avengers burner phone. Yeah, and he's just hung on to it. <laughs> the, the great point. Great point. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm gonna close it out with a 2022 Halloween prediction. Oh, tracksuit mafias. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, everyone's definitely. gonna goes tracksuit mafias. I want to see some weird crossover where it's like tracksuit mafia mixed with Squid Game. With Squid, We're just gonna mush them together. Uh, tracksuit mafia versus Squid Game with yeah. hawk people running around with bows and arrows. Squid Bros. Squid Bros. As we've been watching this, this is why I've been telling my husband, this is why I didn't allow you to wear a tracksuit to our wedding. This is what you would have looked like. Because he did ask. <laughs> well, arrow dodged, I will say. Um, <laughs> well, on that note, anyone have a a, a one-liner to go out on? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, last Christmas, I gave you my heart. But the very next day, you gave it away. And that's how we're ending, folks. See you all next week. Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.